Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. Justice Department attorneys warn the Senate's Veterans Affairs Accountability and Whistleblower Protection Act could run into the same constitutionality issues they found with the VA Choice Act. They say having a peer review a senior executive's disciplinary case may violate the appointments clause in the Constitution. Justice and VA say they can tweak the language and keep the intent of the bill intact. The House Oversight and Government Reform Committee is taking a look at federal compensation and how it compares to the private sector. Government Operations Subcommittee Chairman Mark Meadows says the federal compensation system is expensive and doesn't meet the needs of younger workforce. The Heritage Foundation and American Enterprise Institute will suggest Congress change the federal retirement package. It's more generous than most private sector options. A bill to limit how much time VA employees involved in direct patient care can spend on union business clears the first congressional hurdle. The Vets Protection Act makes it out of the House Veterans Affairs Committee with some changes. It now heads to the House for a vote. VA employees involved in direct patient care could only spend 25% of their work hours on official time under it. The bill also extends the probationary period for VA employees from one to two years. The legislation to modernize federal technology crosses a second major hurdle. The ball is now in the Senate's court to get agencies off of legacy IT systems. The House passes the Modernizing Government Technology, or MGT, Act by voice vote yesterday. The bill would set up working capital funds for each agency to stockpile savings from moving off of old systems and applications. It also authorizes a $500 million central fund that agencies could apply for to address large-scale or interagency modernization efforts. In the meantime, OMB is preparing for the MGT Act Central Fund by developing metrics for agency business cases. I'm Jason Miller. A bipartisan bill aims to address the vulnerability that led to the massive ransomware cyber attack called WannaCry. Senators Ron Johnson and Brian Schatz introduced the Protecting Our Ability to Counter Hacking or Patch Act. It would let a board headed by the Secretary of Homeland Security decide if a vulnerability discovered by a government agency should be made public or not. The pace of immigration enforcement has been on the rise. Now a federal and local task force lands a blow on a violent gang. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. Immigration and Customs Enforcement reports arresting 41,000 illegal immigrants through April, a third more than in the same period last year. It says 75% are convicted criminals. Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives agents team with Los Angeles authorities to nab 21 bosses of MS-13. Officials say most are in the country illegally. I'm Tom Temin. A Navy admiral gets 18 months in prison for lying to investigators about his relationship with Glenn Defense Marine Asia owner Leonard Francis, or Fat Leonard. Rear Admiral Robert Gilbo pled guilty last year to making false statements. Gilbo is the highest-ranking Navy officer to be sentenced so far out of the 20 current and former officials charged in the investigation. There's a new face in the Pentagon, and that's a rare thing these days. Federal News Radio Scott Massioni explains. The Defense Department's second Senate-confirmed position was filled yesterday. Heather Wilson was sworn in as the newest Air Force Secretary. That makes two Senate-confirmed positions now in the Pentagon. House Armed Services Committee Chairman Mac Thornberry says he's concerned about the lack of nominations for DOD coming out of the White House. DOD still does not have anyone to fill the top acquisition or personnel roles, two positions that are held in high regard due to their important functions. I'm Scott Massioni. Despite an increasingly digital government, the government publishing office is still finding business with paper. GPO Director Davida Vance Cook says revenue is up for print services. But that doesn't mean the office is ignoring modernization. Vance Cooks tells a congressional committee the office hopes to digitize the entire congressional record by next year. Later this year, GPO is also launching a new automated 
automated print procurement system. Find these stories on federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us at Federal News Radio on Twitter. I'm Eric White.